This is the Times Daily Briefing for Thursday the 18th of January. One of 11 Tory rebels who voted against Rishi Sunak's Rwanda legislation says it will face significant opposition when it's examined by the House of Lords. An unamended Safety of Rwanda bill passed its third reading in the Commons last night with a majority of 44. 61 Tory MPs had initially backed an amendment designed to strengthen the bill, but the majority of rebels signalled before the crucial vote that they were prepared to support the government without any changes. Speaking to Times Radio, former Minister David Jones explained why he refused to back down. If I thought that there was a sporting chance that we would see flights taking off, then I would be happy to support the government. But I think that what we're going to see is an absolute legal industry. In 2022, there was a plane sitting on the tarmac waiting to take off, uh, and a judge in a Strasbourg court stopped that happening. And my concern is that the uh, current bill won't actually address that. Talk TV's political commentator Alicia Fitzgerald says winning last night's Commons vote means Rishi Sunak's position remains secure for now, but the Rwanda scheme will continue to cause him some political difficulty. Lots of MPs towards the right of the Conservative Party just felt that this bill, as it currently stands, is not watertight in stopping illegal migrants actually from coming. Um, So lots of people are just very doubtful of the premise of the scheme as a whole, rather than this safety of Rwanda bill, which is the government trying to bypass the Supreme Court um, deeming Rwanda an unsafe country. So even so, the infighting is definitely not over either. The Northern Ireland Secretary Chris Heaton-Harris has been accused of failing the people of the region ahead of what is expected to be the country's biggest strike in recent history. An estimated 150,000 public sector workers from areas including health, education, police and the civil service will take part in today's walkouts over pay. Palace officials have played down the possibility that the King would be incapacitated for long enough to require other members of the royal family to take up his duties as head of state. The King will go into hospital next week for a corrective procedure to treat an enlarged prostate. The BBC's former royal correspondent Michael Cole says if the monarch is not fit to carry out crucial functions, then others could carry out work on his behalf. There is a Council of State of course, to which most of the senior members of the royal family are members. I think that has to come together with about four people in order to take decisions that may be taken uh, in in the absence or temporary absence uh, uh, of of uh, His Majesty the King. The Princess of Wales has spent a second night in a private hospital in London after planned abdominal surgery. The princess will stay there for at least 10 days. The British theatre producer Martin McCallum, who worked on Les Miserables, Miss Saigon and The Phantom of the Opera, has died at the age of 73. His career spanned more than 500 productions and a spell at the Old Vic, where he was mentored by Sir Laurence Olivier. And passengers buying train tickets at station vending machines risk paying up to twice as much compared with those using online retailers. Mystery shoppers went to 15 stations and compared the price of tickets for 75 journeys in an investigation by the consumer group Witch. In one instance, a journey from Northampton to Cardiff cost £107 at the machine, but just £43 when purchased online. Many machines are also programmed to bury cheaper off-peak fares during peak hours. There's more on all of these stories throughout the day and more on Times Radio.